I'm Chris Dutchko, co-host of the Ninth Grade Experience Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, podcast listener, welcome to Behind the Mic, Voices of the EPN My name is Chris Nessie, the founder of the Education Podcast Network, and I also host the House of EdTech Podcast and Podcast PD, and you're tuned in to this very special first episode of the show, and what you can expect over the length of Behind the Mic is conversations with me and our various hosts on the Education Podcast Network. If you're not listening to or have checked out all the shows, make sure you visit our website at edupodcastnetwork.com. Dot com and follow us on social media. We are at edu podnet. We're on X and threads and Instagram and wherever you can find social media, you can find the education podcast network. I'm very excited that this is the first episode of this show because I have no idea what's going to happen. I have a plan as a podcaster, but ultimately we're going to have some fun together and get to know the hosts of other shows here on the EPN. And my guests here in the first episode are Anne and Jen, and they are co-hosts of the podcast that they like to call Transparency in Teaching Stuff. Now, I can't do air parentheses, but it's very exciting. (laughs) And I want to welcome Anne and Jen to Behind the Mic. Hey, thanks, Chris. Great to be here. Yeah, this is exciting. I feel so special being Number one, it's so rare. (laughs) (laughs) And And put on your confidence. Yeah, geez. (laughs) We've had so many great conversations, Anne, about podcasting and, you know, things that you're doing, things that I'm doing. And, you know, you're doing a great job with your show. So we're going to talk about that today. Great. Thanks. And I do want to say it's very exciting Jen, to meet you for the first time. And we've already, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like we're connected. We are totally connected. We're both uh, playing the same Russian roulette game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and that's a reference to being history teachers. Folks. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's dive right in, ladies. Can you each share a little bit about your background in education and how that led you? to podcasting. And why don't we start with you? Oh my gosh. Well, I've been retired for a year now. Congratulations. Let's stop there. Yes. Well, I ended up getting a job, so whatever. But um, (laughs) I I taught for 36 years at um, our junior high school. And that's the same school that Jen works at. We were coworkers. And that's the only school I ever taught with or at from the beginning to the end. And um, I taught uh, ELA, I taught ESL, you know, English as Second Language, English Language Arts, and Reading. I was a mentor teacher for ELD. I was, um, led some, I don't know, I led some staff developments and things like that. But what, what led me to our podcasting was the fact that every time at lunch, it seemed like we'd be sitting around the table at the lunch tables. And... Uh, we'd be talking about things that we were upset about or things that we were concerned about or that we were having a hard time with. And we thought, you know what? People need to hear this from teachers. They, we, 
they need to know what teachers think, not what the media thinks, not what the administration thinks, but what the me- what the what teachers actually think about and how the policies that are being made are affecting teachers um, in reality in the actual classroom. And that's kind of what got us thinking like, let's do a podcast. It was just an idea I had. I'd started listening to lots of podcasts. So I thought, you know what, that might be an easy way to get our message out about, hey, people, hey, student teachers, hey, veteran teachers, you know, you can commiserate with us. Student teachers can get information about like what to expect. And parents, you can hear what is really happening in classrooms from the people who are actually in the classrooms. And that's kind of where that came from. Nice. So Jen, we established that you are a social studies teacher. Talk a little bit about your journey. Um, well, I've been a social studies teacher for about 10 years now. I've been at our school for 18. Before that, oh man, I think I've done it all except for, you know, the underwater basket weaving. I've done, I've taught English. I've taught intervention English. I've taught math, intervention math. Um, yes, social studies. I do ASB. I do yearbook. I've been doing both of those, uh, for about 15 years. Um, but yeah, all, based, all up in it is what I am. Um, what led me to this podcast, Yellow Brick Road? It was, it's Anne. It's completely Anne. I would be, you know, sitting there with her at lunch. I know what she's talking about. And, you know, one day she was just like, why don't we just start recording ourselves and, you know, just kind of see what happened. And that kind of led to where we are now. I think we're on like our 43rd or 44th episode of, you know, (laughs) teacher word vomit, you know, just getting it all out there. But yeah, it's, 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 it's real. And we talk about, you know, real things that have happened and um, real things we would like to happen and things we disagree with, things that, you know, are bothering us. Um, And we have a lot of, you know, at least teachers from our site that are like, man, you guys sometimes just say, everything we think and experience. I'm like, yeah, there's, there's no holding back. You know, if, if you are, uh, if curse words offend you, it might not be the past, the, the podcast for you. <laughs> that's how real we get. <laughs> I, I will say that, that's one of the things I love about what you ladies do with transparency and teaching is that it is authentically authentic, <laughs> right? You can tell that it's not scripted and that's not an insult. You can tell that you are commiserating and you're taking those conversations that you've had probably a thousand times before. And, you know, the names change, the students change, but some of the issues and things that we celebrate or even struggle with in education are still there. And you ladies are putting it out there and and I love it. And if, you know, you who's listening has never checked it out, you've got to go check out Transparency and Teaching. Yeah, we do a lot of I do a lot of research too because I try to make sure that the things that we say are grounded in in fact. And um I always post all the links on our website so if anybody wants to go, you know, double check our research or see where we're getting our information from, they can do that. But you're right, it is we have an outline kind of what we're going to talk about, but it's um basically just loosey goosey, however it goes it goes. Um the um <clears throat> So that, I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking where I was going here or something. Where was I going? Um, anyway. We're on that yellow brick road. And I love that (laughs) Jen made that analogy because I was thinking that even earlier in the conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Some of us get lost in the poppy seeds. Some make it to Oz. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. That's right. As long as they're not dumping asbestos on you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And again, that website 
for their podcast. Again, you can find it at edupodcastnetwork.com. But if you want to get all the things related to the show, make sure you go visit transparencyinteaching.com and you can learn about the show and subscribe and all those things. One of the things, I, oh, sorry. One, no, of the things that, uh, one of the things that prompted me to, or we wanted to do and I, before we started our, our podcast, I did research. I wanted to hear what other kind of education things were out there. So I noticed there's a ton of things that were tips and tricks. You know, try this, do this, look at this neat thing. Um, but there wasn't really a whole lot that was commentary. And so that's another thing I thought, oh, well, maybe we can fill up that niche with some of our thoughts about what needs to change and from a teacher's perspective. So if you're looking for a lot of tips and tricks, that's not us. Or Well, you ladies don't explicitly spell out tips and tricks, but there are lessons to be learned from the conversations you're having. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yes. And actually, I think that that's kind of like, again, I'm not well-versed or super good with words, which is weird because I podcast, (laughs) but there's a reason I don't write stuff down. Um, Me too. It it, it just seems like there's this stigma around being honest and authentic and, you know, should what we talk about in the faculty room or should, do people want to listen to teachers complain? I mean, I've got a laundry list of complaints 10 times over. Um, I just personally, I don't feel comfortable putting out complaints because, you know, there's so much happiness and you have to love being a teacher and working so much unpaid time and all this other crap that's out there. (laughs) Um, But I do have a plan and it's the podcast I'm going to start when I'm retired. Just stay tuned for what that's going to be when I'm retired. Nice. I just have to wait. That's exciting. That was kind of the thing we were worried about too, being that we're still employed or they're still employed. I can say whatever I want now. Whatever. You don't care. No. Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't. Um, yeah. So actually, that's why I actually added another segment onto our podcast where I'm starting to go through. I, I kind of review all the education news from various sources, and I'll pull out stories now that I feel are influential or could be influential um, to teaching, and I'll tell about those stories and give my personal opinion on that because it's my personal opinion. <laughs> I can say it. But we don't mention names and places and students and all of that. But I do think it's really important for people to hear teachers what it's really like, because you're right, Chris, there's so many people who just think it's, you know, unicorns and rainbows and you should be grateful. You hardly work. Yeah. You have the summers off. But they they don't realize that most teachers work all summer long. Some get second jobs. Some of them are with lesson planning, going to professional development. Uh, all kinds of things that happen over the summer and days off too. They're not paid holidays. Those are days off that don't count towards our salary. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, When it comes to podcasting, you have started this journey together. Can you each talk about any challenges that you faced when you were coming up with the concept of the show, launching the show, uh, and maybe how you've overcome some of those challenges? Well, um, for me, I basically am the writer, the director, the researcher. I do all of that. Um, editor. Yes. And, and Jen and, uh, Sharon provide the other perspectives and the comic relief. Cause I kind of tend to be the straight man in all of that. But when we first started, um, was coming up with a name and, uh, you know, I'm kind of, I'm an English teacher, so I like alliteration. But once we came up with the name, um, then Jen kind of figured out the acronym 
So I'm not going to go into that. You can figure it out <laughs> yourself. <laughs> what the acronym stands for on our name. But anyway, so she, they, were, they were in love with that. So that's how that got there. I actually had somebody tell me, um, do you know what the letters of your podcast spell out? And I said, yes, I do. I'm aware. Of well, that. no, tell me, <laughs> say it. <laughs> but it was all the technical stuff. I had no knowledge, no background. I had no idea how to um, record something. And then <clears throat> editing, that was crazy because I edited on, Gar- on GarageBand. So it's a lot of hours on YouTube, um, looking up videos, how to do things. Um, I'm still learning that, um, creating our website. I, I mistakenly started out on WordPress cause a friend of ours set it up for us and she happened to be familiar with it. And I'm like, it's not intuitive. No. It's not intuitive at all. I, I mean, the hours and hours and hours I spent learning how to do all this is crazy, but it's awesome too, because it really stretched my mind and kept me, you know, engaged and active. And I feel like I've gotten skills now that I wouldn't have otherwise if I had somebody else do that for me. So I would say that it's important. I feel if you're doing this, that you start with getting, uh, being hands-on so that even if you do hand it over to somebody else later, then you have more knowledge about what you like, what you don't like, how to, how you want it to sound those kinds of things. Cause I, I have to say I'm kind of possessive over our audio now. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, I know what I want to cut out. I know where I want to, you know, add things in. So, um, I haven't handed it over to anyone. We're, I'm still doing all of the, um, editing, uh, and the website, uh, on my own. And right it now. looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay for, for beginners. <laughs> she does a great job. She does a great job. I couldn't like, like, one of my challenges, I don't have the kind of, that kind of time, right? I am one of those teachers that works two jobs and I'm like super busy. Um, so God bless Anne, because this, this wouldn't be happening without her. Like seriously, she, she's the one that puts in all the time. I just show up every now and then and you know, whatever comes out of my mouth comes out and then my, my day is done. You know what I mean? Then my day is done, but she's the one that puts in, you know, all the behind the scenes, all the time, all the extra hours. So so everybody out there can blame me. <laughs> no, that, you should, that, that's something you celebrate, Anne. Yeah. No, it's good. Like I said, I I am, uh, when I go back and I listen to it later on, I'm like, dang, that's kind of sounds pretty good for a bunch of amateurs. Yeah. We've been at it for about three years now. Yeah. So, just got to tell you, Anne, based on the fact of what you shared about the things that you have learned as the producer, the writer, the director, the editor, all, all, all the things, you know, you're in a position based on three years of experience. You could help other people do this because you've been on this journey. So oh, start helping oh, other people podcast. I'm here and willing, <laughs> ready and willing. If you want to pick my brains, I'm I'm all for that. So yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. Uh, back to podcasting, which is what the whole thing's about. Um, and Jen, we'll start with you for this next okay. area. Uh, what do you consider to be the biggest success so far in your podcast? And why? Well, the biggest success for me was just the fact knowing that people, oh, I listen to your podcast. It just, it's, it's just, it's still weird for me. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. When you said this, it's like, I'm not famous or anything, but when people like quote something that you said, it's just like, whoa, it's, it's for me, that's a success. Like that, that makes me feel good when people were like, oh, I love what you guys talked about in this episode. I love what you said here. Or when a random person, you know, like we just got a really great comment from like 
somebody, somebody's friend was like, oh my gosh. And you know, Jen's laugh and sharing this and, and this is just, that's, that's a success for me is that to know that people are listening and actually paying attention, you know? So that's, that's the biggest success for me, you know, and I'm sure that will change along the journey. But, um, as, as far as now, I mean, I still feel like we're in the beginning stages of this thing. You know what I mean? Who knows where it's going to go. Yeah. Hey, I I come from the perspective of, you know, with my podcast, House of Ed Tech, uh, as we're recording this, I've released 227 episodes of the show, and I apologize for the first 226. (laughs) Because I'm always learning something. So Yes. Always have to be learning. And um, I don't want to do a disservice to the third leg of your podcast. but you do have another co-host. She wasn't able to join us today, but please, you know, show her some love, shout her out. Yeah. Sharon's great too. You know, one thing about Sharon is she tells, she, if anyone's going to tell it like it is, it's Sharon, there's no sugarcoating it. And she will lay it out uh, explicitly. But she's so good about being devil's advocate. Right. And she's so good about Okay, well, let's look at the point of view from the other point of view. She's really good at that when, you know, we might be going off on a tangent. She's like, well, let's think about, you know, what the other argument could be. She's really good at that. Yeah. She keeps she's, us very kind of, she's very yeah. insightful. Um, and she she brings that, um, she, sometimes she brings us back down to earth sometimes yeah. when we're out there mm-hmm. talking, but she's, she's really good. She's good. Um, now, really what this means is because she's not here for this conversation, I have to bring her back without the two of you Uh-oh. to have a conversation. <laughs> there you go. Oh, dear. <laughs> and what about you? When, when you think about the podcast and success, what's your point of view? Um, kind of like Jen, I feel like the fact that there are people who are listening to us and some of the responses have been, wow, that's right on. I wish more people heard this. Um, I feel like our message is getting out um, to a lot of people. And that, uh, for me, it's sort of, um, cathartic, I guess might be a good way to say it because there's so many things I think as teachers that we, like you were saying, we keep inside of us. We don't feel like we can say, and to be able to like, I don't care. I'm saying it, uh, feels good. And the hope is eventually that the people who have the powers that be that make that are making these rules and are, are uh, making decisions about what happens in classrooms without actually being in classrooms and visiting classrooms other than on special days, um, that they hear this and can get some ideas about what teachers need. I think um, that to me is what is important about our podcast is trying to get the message out there about this is what you think is happening in classrooms, but this is what really is happening in classrooms. So to me, that's been my my favorite part of it, being able to speak my mind. I love it. Let's let's take a moment here. Um, again, you can find their podcast at transparencyinteaching.com. Uh, they're also obviously a part of the Education Podcast Network. You can find the podcast at edupodcastnetwork.com. Uh, real quick, if you could each shout out your social media, Twitter, X, threads, uh, how else can people connect with you before we go forward? Well, we have our websites at transparencyandteaching.com. We also have Instagram and that's at Transparency and Teaching. Mm-hmm. And we don't really have uh, other uh, social media. You can find me on Twitter at uh, L2TCHR and shout out there about our podcast if you'd like to look at that. And then 
I'm also on Facebook, I believe, um, as L2TCHR. I think you can find me that way too. That stands for a second language teacher because that's what I was for a million years. Yeah. And yeah. That's yeah. It. I'm not a big social media person. I just don't have the time. <laughs> So yeah, that's all. That's totally fine. So connect with the show, connect with Anne and she'll pass the messages along to Jen for sure. All right. I'd like you to each reflect on your show for just a second. And let's say for the person who's listening to behind the mic right now, and they haven't checked out your podcast, is there an episode that they should go and listen to first? That would really give them a sense of what your show is all about and would get them excited to go listen to other episodes of your show. What do you think, Anne? Why teachers quit? That's our most popular popular one. That's our most popular one. Why teachers quit? (laughs) We got to do a part two of that one too. Now that I think about it, because we we probably have more stuff to add. (laughs) We did have a part two. We had a teacher that actually quit. Come on, interview. Yeah, come on and talk. Yeah, but yeah, Yeah. it was that was actually believe it or not that was our first episode, and it's still the most listened to, most brought up one um, for sure. I think that's. I think that's a good one for student teachers or teachers who want to be should t- uh, check that one out. I also think the one that we just did, Jen and I just released one on all of the other things that teachers are expected to do besides teach, which a lot yeah. of um, new teachers probably aren't aware of, like all the duties you have, all the meetings you have to go to, the expectations of participation in committees, uh, detentions and grading. And so we get into that and Jen spends a lot of time talking about her, uh, the time that she puts into doing all the activities that she, she and her partner plan all the dances, all everything at school for basically for free. And, you know, so I think that if you're interested in teaching, you might want to listen to those two episodes to really get a handle on what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Front load yourself. Yeah. So when you go in, you're not blindsided and you know what to expect. So I think that's super important for new teachers to know. Crockpots are your friends, people. Throw it in. <laughs> dinner's done. <laughs> and forget it. Yeah, because you're going to need that. <laughs> Ron Popeil, anybody? We all know Ron Popeil? No? Uh-uh. Oh, everybody needs to Google Ron Popeil. He, he sold all sorts of gadgets on TV in oh. the 80s and 90s. <laughs> there you go. All right. As we come to the near the end of here, the first episode of Behind the Mic, I have two questions left. Uh, so there you go. That That's my level of planning. <laughs> All right. So for each of you, now, Anne, you've been retired for a couple of years now, but if the timeline makes sense to me, you did some of this podcast while you were still teaching, yes? Oh, yeah. Right before oh, yeah. COVID. Okay. We started so, then. So for each of you, how has doing the podcast, and for Anne, how did doing the podcast affect you in the classroom as a teacher with this newfound skill being a podcaster? Did that find its way into your classroom? And Jen, does it find its way into your classroom being a podcaster? I think for me, just the issues that we talk about, um, it's sometimes it's almost like a, you know, when there's an issue that we're talking about, it's almost like a brainstorming session as well. So I get ideas just from bouncing off these two or, you know, uh, a guest that we might have or somebody that might, you know, give us an idea or whatever um, of how to deal with some certain issues at my site or in my classroom. I think it's it for I'm the type of person that I work well with collaboration. So be, doing the podcast is like a collaboration session for me. You know what I mean? 
And it helps me kind of almost think through my own thoughts and my brain and how I want to tackle some issues or deal with some things just by, you know, listening to other people or like I said, guests or, or comments from other people. So I think that's been the most beneficial as to what I'm bringing back into my classroom. Yeah. For me, um, it's like every day you're in the classroom or every day you're at school, it's like, oh, we should talk about that. Oh, we should talk about that. You know, things that come up, but also you realize that podcasting gives you a voice. And so being an English teacher, I'm, I adopted a lot of things where I wanted students to have a voice. So we did more writing where they were expressing opinions about things, working on persuasive language, those kinds of things, and teaching them how to get uh, factual evidence to back up their ideas to make them more uh, convincing. So podcasting did that for me. Um, and also I did it uh, to encourage my students too to say, you know, you want a voice in something, then learning how to properly express yourself will give you the power because without having the ability to write well and then, you know, research well, it you're not going to be able to express those ideas that are important to you well, like convincing your parents you need a PS5. You can write well and you can do that. And, you know, so I think that helped me with that, um, finding ideas for our podcast, plus encouraging students to have a voice of their own as well. Nice. I love it. I love it. I love it. And obviously I experienced those same things, you know, with my own students and what I do here with my extracurriculars for sure. My final question before we say goodbye is what advice do you have for the aspiring podcaster or the aspiring educator based on your experiences in education and podcasting? All right. Um, for the aspiring teacher, um, I would say talk to a lot of teachers, visit a lot of campuses, sit in on a lot of classes. And one of the things that I think doesn't happen a lot in student teaching is they don't get a lot of help with discipline. So visiting other classrooms, especially if you can find like the worst class on campus to see mm -hmm. how a teacher um, deals with that is really beneficial. Um, because I think that it, if kids behave, teaching's a breeze. Right. But it's the discipline. It's like 85%, 90% discipline. And you then don't say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> and then for an aspiring podcaster, I would say be patient. Um, it's really easy to get discouraged when, and I'm speaking from my own personal experience, when you look at how popular some podcasts are and you're still struggling along trying to get listeners. And if you realize it, most people's podcasts have been the ones that are super popular. They're not around for a year. They've been around four years, five years. It's a slow process. And to try to be as consistent as, as possible and ask a lot of questions and spend a lot of time on YouTube. That's what I would say. Yeah. Can't go wrong with YouTube university. Oh my gosh. There you go. <laughs> Tube university. Um, for educators, I would just, uh, you know, aspiring educators, I would say, do not, don't be quiet. Ask the questions ask for help. You're, you're new. You're, you're, it's not going to make you look bad. You, you need help from other people. And especially if you are a student teacher, ask to be in other classrooms, ask, because like Anne said, you're going to take the good, you're going to take the bad, you're going to take the the mediocre and you're going to, you're going to find yourself. You're going to make your own um, identity basically. Um, but yeah, definitely don't stay quiet and ask, ask the questions, um, ask for help. Cause somebody, somebody is going to be willing to put the time in for you. Um, as a podcaster, oh man, do I, what advice do I have? 
You need a strong leader. That's what you need. You need a strong leader. <laughs> if it's more than just you, you need a strong leader. That's for sure. Because that's that's the spine behind at least our entire podcast right there. You need a good leader. Yeah, I love it, Jen. <laughs> and I have had so much fun talking with you. And I'm glad that you two are the first guests here in the first episode Wee-hoo. of Behind the Mic. I hope you had fun. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> and, I uh, talk. I'm a talker. <laughs> that makes sense because you've got the microphones to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so again, their podcast is Transparency in Teaching Stuff. You can find it at transparencyinteaching.com. They are proud members of the Education Podcast Network, and you can find other great education podcasts on our website, edupodcastnetwork.com. And uh, I'll sneak one last little question in here. Uh, anything you're looking forward to doing with the podcast in the near or even distant future? Well, we do have a brand new website coming that's in production process that should look really awesome. So I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. And just, um, that's pretty much it. Just getting that out and then trying to get more consistent with our, um, putting out our episodes. Uh, that's pretty much it. But the website's going to look spectacular when it comes out. Excellent. So it'll still be transparency and teaching.com. It'll be transparency and teaching. It'll just look better than it does Way now better. and it will work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything will work on this one. <laughs> Awesome. All right. And Jen, thank you for being here on episode one of Behind the Mic. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with episode two. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with other people. Word of mouth is the best way to share a podcast you enjoy. And above and beyond that, make sure you go and check out Transparency in Teaching. Connect with us on social media. We are at edupodnet everywhere. And visit the website edupodcastnetwork.com. Thanks, Chris. And Jen, thank you for being here. This was a blast. Totally.